Recording. All right, we're live. Welcome again back to the, well, I was going to say the tech guy and the talent podcast. As always, I'm your talent, Steve Brinkman, and the tech guy across from me is Felix Go. Today, I think we're going to be talking about a few interesting series that we've been looking at, as well as our plans for the summer holidays. Felix, how are you doing? Good. All right. So, Felix told me at the very beginning of the week that I have to check out this Netflix series, um, Happy! Exclamation point. I watched the first episode almost last night, first like 30 minutes or so. I was enthralled. I had to turn it off though because my missus was not having it and it was our anniversary, so she got to pick the movie. But Felix is going to give us a breakdown of season one and spoilers ahead. It's something that we can definitely catch up on when we come back. It is hilarious. So, could you give us the premise, Felix? Break it down for us. Okay, so... This, there's this guy who sort of really can't die. So let's start Let's start at the beginning. So, New York City, we've got a disgraced police officer who has uh, dealt with corruption from inside the police uh, department, the, New York, the NYPD, which is one of the most famous and celebrated police departments in the world. And now he has kind of fallen down the rabbit hole, down, down, and become a hitman. Yes. And it seems like he has some sort of serendipity around him or something because he can't die. He gets all these crazy yeah, situations. Yeah, he's um, in the one of the final episodes of season two. He's sort of like a zombie thing, apparently. Oh, that's cool. But that's season two. We're just dealing with season one because that's all we catch up with today. Yeah, yeah, true. So let's lead us in. So in the first episode, we have him getting shot, yeah. getting picked up by the ambulance drivers, getting defibrillated, clear, <laughs> back to life. And what is it? What happens then? Um, so this weird, um, uh, so this weird little um, unicorn horse type thing that flies and is tiny and it's bright blue appears and it's sort of like his daughter's that he doesn't know exists imaginary friend. Right. So it's his daughter's imaginary friend named Happy. And this character, I guess. Well, you can take it from there. What is what is what happens from then on? Okay. So his daughter's kidnapped. He doesn't know that. So the imaginary friend runs off to uh, the guy. Um, no. um, the imaginary friend runs to the guy to get help. And the guy is sort of, I don't know, sort of reluctant, maybe. Mm-hmm. But he thinks he's hallucinating the first time he sees him. Because, like, is it oxycodone or something? I can't remember what he took. I can't remember what he took, but... Uh, Some no. sort of drug-induced hallucination. Yeah, it? he thought it was that. Um, it wasn't. Um, his daughter was kidnapped by... Um, Some sort of se- child serial killer slash... No, it's still like a creepy pedo Santa. Creepy pedo Santa, okay. Yeah. Um, what? Hey, it's, it's all right. Yeah, creepy pedo Santa. Um, this reminds me of the first season of Spawn, but... Okay, um, sorry. So the big boss of all of this organisation is run by a big organisation. Mm-hmm. The big boss of it is like a TV celebrity for kids who's a bit messed up in the head. Right. Okay. Yeah. But I'm sure our man is going to save the day, right? Yeah, by killing the guy. So lots of violence, lots of. Well. He's an anti-hero, isn't he? This he's sort of hero, but an anti-hero too. Yeah. So our, our central character, the the ex-policeman, hitman, the guy who can see happy, is 
is the definition of an anti-hero because he's he has good intentions but he has to go down those really outside of the law sort of tactics doesn't he you had good in heart but you did it in the wrong way mm. but the law right. is stupid most of the time because there's a law that says like, I think I think you can kill a Scotsman in the bound of York if bounds of York if they're holding a crossbow oh. it's a legal defense right left over from ancient times I guess in the mm-hmm. the Scottish rebellion yeah so I guess that does make sense in terms of ancient laws but there's all, all sorts of laws that have been just and both unjust and we don't necessarily have to get into that but it's a very interesting idea the the fact that we we pick certain well put it this way there's certain morality for certain times like yeah. you could watch a, a show like happy and actually be pretty happy that he's killing somebody who's a pedophile yes but in daily life we wouldn't be happy well killing pedophiles I'm not sure people, <laughs> that, that people really would obstruct for that but the thing is we do put those people into the judicial yeah. system we give them a fair trial and most of the time they go to prison I don't think they're even executed mm. however we suspend those things right so if, if there's a war going on right if there was a war going on yeah. and you were of age to go to war Felix we would you know give you some training give you a weapon point you in a direction tell you you're going to kill those bad guys and you would be given immunity right yep so there's laws for not all well, laws I, are well constant. by the way did you know in America they can literally say that if the president invokes in martial law mm-hmm. they can go cool you've murdered 70 people mm-hmm. you go to war you're, you've got immunity they literally just say it verbally and it's done oh, if wow. martial law is invoked because well the marshals dictate the law mm-hmm. so then it's yeah martial law is like the state or the army runs the law yeah. and everything's okay and everything's acceptable yeah but they, yeah, they literally, hey, hey, you punch it, you nick this old lady's purse, you're going to get shot. Yeah, that's what martial law means. Yeah, because they try to, they, they clamp down on society in such a horrendous, well, in such an extreme way. Yeah. That when was the last time martial law was invoked? I can imagine. Possibly in, war t- in wartime. Let me check. Um, World War II. So the last time martial law was invoked in the UK. When? When was... No. No. So here we go for our research. Yep. Um, in recent days, reported the government drawing up plans to impose laws, martial law in yep. the event the UK extinguished without a deal. But what does that actually mean? How does it impact our right? Yada, yada, yada. Nobody cares. Yeah, that's... if. If we leave the yeah, you without a no deal, deal, but that's not really gonna happen. Well, Has might happen. Ever declared martial law? Yeah, no, back. Oh, we tried to make it better, but we ended up being uh, in, in Britain. No. Uh, no. Uh, con- in America, uh, Congress has never declared martial law. However, the outset of the Civil War in uh, July 1861, Congress ratified most of the martial law measures declared by President Abraham Lincoln in martial law declared gave the Union military forces an authority to arrest persons and, and conduct trials. Conduct trials. So, yeah. Does you mean that they're allowed to shoot people? Yeah, well, the, mil- yeah, the, the, the Union military, the North military, was able to do that. So martial law can be... Well, the last time it was invoked is in America. Was July 1861. So it's something that doesn't happen at all. 
Right. It's not something that that could happen because then you're giving military power, well, too much military power. But I guess if a military, we literally France has got like jetpack boots now or something. Not jetpack. It's sort of got like a air-powered hoverboard thing. Okay. Look, uh, so I guess we're into the technology side of our France, of our podcast now. Um, hover boots, yeah. France I would love hover boots, man. Yeah, France, France's flying soldier. It's like a soldier with like um, sort of like the hoverboard with wheels, but bulkier. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it propels like, air. It's just like a drone attached to your feet. Pretty much. That must be a really, really powerful drone. Yeah. And it must be super, super hard. Imagine just going along with yeah, the guy there is holding a rifle, just going along. <laughs> no, hold on. Imagine American troopers. They're, they're literally just. You know what happened is the first war with those. They literally pick up a gun, start firing, and then they just start spinning in circles. Ah, ah. Oh man, that's <laughs> hilarious. A, there's a really good um, novel. It's actually a graphic novel as well now called The Forever War, and they get all of this new age military technology, but they. It, and we pretty much get like a super suit, like a super yeah. amazing robotic suit. Yeah. But they're the first people to try it out. And of course, it makes you super, super strong. Yeah. So you're wearing like a helmet and everything, you're mm-hmm. in space. If yeah. you try to scratch your nose, you we'll just smash off your, your helmet and kill yourself. <laughs> a guy broke, one of the guys broke his back because oh, he tried God. to like, um, like the way he, the way he like tried to like scratch his butt or something. Just. <laughs> but people were just getting messed up left, right, and center. What How do you do that if your if your super if your super strength suit isn't immune to itself? Mm-hmm. That's just dumb. It is, it is ridiculous, but yeah, people be like, they they were like having to like sit there and wiggle their noses because they were if they had an itch, they smash themselves off. What, oh god, something there. What I do is I blow my nose like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. But all of these imaginations, like. Or these um, these imaginative things, they all have a real world um, responsibility. So even this guy Happy, like they try to in, in Happy, they try to tether it in, in the real world in yeah. some ways, but yeah. it's so difficult to do yeah. because when you're dealing with fantastical elements, and now we have hoverboards yeah. in the world, so it's evident that life is becoming much more technologically infused. Yes. What's going to happen to us, Felix? Are we all going to get hoverboards? Uh... Are you going to? You should run for prime minister based upon that. A hoverboard for every man. A hoverboard. Gonna get all the hoverboards, best hoverboards. Uh, We've got the best. Don't you mean president? Yeah, you, that, can, be, you can be President Trump if you want. Trump getting the best hoverboards. Nobody. Oh, could you imagine all the Mexican people flying over the wall? Amazing. <laughs> that Trump be flying. Oh my goodness! Kill the Mexicans. Kill the Mexicans. No, if okay, if that if that did happen, most likely Trump would declare martial law and go martial law, kill them. I'm interested in your in your. Uh, opinion on this because obviously we're going to talk about Trump we might as well talk about something of a bit of substance in the last one so are you familiar with Trump's tweets to the um, three men to four women in comment in Congress of they say they're women of cover of cover or I actually vote the 25th amendment the 25th what's the 25th amendment I think that one's the uh, to impeach a president you want to well I think they've tried to do that it's not that hard. All you have to do is sign this piece of paper saying you're gone. Okay, this well, everyone's saying that's racist, and you know, and, and I think it might be because it, what he what he says. Have you to seen them, the, you got the tweet there? Yeah, I'm gonna pull it up. It's it's essentially saying that they should go back to their countries and help. Well, they said essentially. Oh yeah, it's on the, BBC Radio. The way, two the way it's on framed, Tuesday. it's not like go back to your country. It's like it's 
he's saying that these women, if they hate America so much, they should go back to the countries that they were from and try to fix the problems there. I was listening to this on the radio. But he's not aware that three of them were born in America, and one of them is a naturalized American citizen. Yes. So, is what he said racist? The idea of going back to the country? Yes. Well, he's sort of going, well, if you don't like it here, it's F off, really. Yeah. It's sort of, it is racist in a way, but in a way, he's being just an arrogant son of a son Mm -hmm. of a son. Yeah. But it's what do you just think? being Trump. So is it racist because you, you have a place to send people back to? Yeah, sort of. It's it's and the way he's saying it. It's kind of... Yeah, it's the way he's saying it. And it's a whitewashing of history, right? Yeah. Because if, we if know that actually, white people weren't the first people in North America. Yeah. Right? There were Native Americans and there there is a heavy um, a heavy influence of, like, um, in Latin America of, of Amerindians and things like that in Spanish. And Spanish, yeah. Spanish background. So who should be going back? Um, should be white folks. It should everybody just clear out except the Native Americans, yeah. right? They hate it so much, and maybe it, it would have been also, amazing. The one thing I'd like to do is literally go, "Hey, am, like a little clause in like the amendment or like the undisclosed amendment that would be good." Mm-hmm. Well, literally, if America's gone to sugar thing iced tea, <laughs> somebody another country will be able to step in and go, "Hey, no, this is how you're going to fix it." Because um, gun control, right. somebody should be able to overrule somebody on gun control. Mm-hmm. Like here, we have complete gun control. It's, I think it's illegal to buy a handgun now. Must be. Yeah. yeah. It's same in Canada, yeah. unless you're using it for like target practice, and you have to. And and the laws in here are really really interesting, and in Canada because you have to have your gun locked away. Yeah. And you have in in one part of the part of your house, and you have to have your ammunition locked away in another part yeah. of your house. Many citizens in the UK think all firearms are illegal, but therefore, you have to have a good reason to own it. You can't own it for self-defense in, like, in America. You could literally buy a gun and say, "I want to shoot something." That's that's a good good enough reason in America. I need protection. But what do you need protection from? It's like the fear of your neighbours, the yeah. fear of these other people. <laughs> your neighbours aren't serial killers. What do you think of their argument? Like, they always put up this argument. The only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Then you're a bad guy with a gun. Then you become the bad guy with a gun? Yeah, because you just shot somebody and killed somebody. Right, right. So you, you see, you're absolutist in your approach. I think that's okay. I just, I don't understand their, their obsession with weaponry. Oh, I really don't. But it's like, I, I want to get back to your original point, Felix, because it's a great point. The idea that if a nation state has a lot of problems, that's what I think the United Nations is supposed to be. Yeah. They're supposed to come in and say, listen, you're being, you know, exclusive, you're being racist, you're being, you're, da- you're pushing down the lower classes, you really need to fix this up. But that doesn't work. It doesn't seem to work at all. Because nope. there's too much powerful influence, and business yeah. is becoming too powerful. Yeah, um, like Apple was almost... Um, but Apple, like Apple, doesn't sell weapons, right? Yeah. If Apple sold, they might have investments in weapon companies, and therefore they would lobby to make sure that. Yeah, Google has a weapon company. It's like. Uh, oh my God, Google weapons. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, Google, print me a handgun. <laughs> Go, yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> oh God, yeah. They um they used to have a site called the Killer Robots, but they took it down in an event where they signed a contract with the U.S. military. So they had Killer Robots. <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, no, I thought, one minute, the first uh, trillion. Well, honestly, the first trillion. Apple. Apple was the first trillion dollar company. Yep, and Amazon might be later this week. 
Mm. I think is Amazon a trillion dollar company yet? But obviously, you don't become a trillion dollar company by selling one thing, as obvious from Apple and from Amazon. They sell many, many things, or they minimize a lot of things. Uh... Oh, it did. Oh, cool. What day? 1.1. Last month, it was about 1.1. Uh, we should have invested in Amazon in December. Yeah. Got it. Oh, well. Damn it. We'll give investment tips next next after. That'd be really fun. We just need... But obviously these companies, they have a lot of influence and they have a lot of power, but they also have interest in the one main thing, which is always selling more, right? They have to continuously grow, continuously sell. Yeah. Look at the way we got excited over it becoming a trillion dollar company. Yeah. We would have been excited when it was a $500 billion company. Oh yeah. But now it's a more no, uh, Steve Jobs was probably excited. Uh, yeah, Steve Jobs is the guy who created Apple, I think, yeah. He would be excited that. when it reached a $100 company or something. Mm. Mm. So yeah, currently the stocks are valued at I think it's um, two hundred something something uh two hundred something that car uh, Apple two hundred five pound and sixty six p incredible if I would have invested just before the iPod came out. Don't say that to the Apple Watch. <laughs> what is the Apple? When you say Microsoft to the Apple Watch, what does it do? Uh, I have no it idea. brings up brings up more Apple products. <laughs> <laughs> We've definitely got something. We've got something better for you, Felix. It's called Apple. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Oh, these, but do you think it's a problem that companies have these targets for ex for ongoing growth? They can't just settle. Yeah. Because it means they have to create more. They have to create more want. My kids have been watching Ryan's toy review. On, what, what? Oh my god, Ryan's toy review on YouTube. It's What's the most that? ridiculous. It's pretty much just this little kid who's been co-opted by his parents and a and a small company of of um, filmmakers to review toys and stuff. Oh yeah, my sister's watching. They're so story. annoying. Hey Ryan, I want some pizza. The dad's probably from like Taiwan or something like that. And he still has a really funny accent. Not funny accent, but a strange accent. But they're always like acting over the top. But along yeah. the lines, it, what it does is it just sells kids this idea that the best life you can have is filming yourself opening surprise eggs and opening new toys every single day and yada yada yada. My, you know what? You know when I was a kid, Felix, when I was a little kid, my mother used to give me a dollar a week for chores. That wasn't. I'm guessing that really was wasn't a lot of money back I'm then. I'm guessing either. dollar was worth a bit more than it was. It was worth was. a little bit more. It's probably worth about, about as much as two pounds now. Mm. So what we would do is we would save up our dollars, me and my brother, and at the end of the month, if we had five bucks, we could go to Toys R Us and buy a new Batman doll. So we had to wait a whole month. Oh, God. Or, or we could cash in our dollars every week. We could go to the dollar store. You could get a cap gun or something like that. It was really cap cool. gun? Cap gun, like shoots caps, go bang, bang. We loved those things. But getting a Batman was the best thing in the world. So that made me quite happy. Now, okay, I don't earn pocket money at all. So how are you making money? A collection of birthdays, Christmas, school gives us £5 vouchers. Um, we, so we need to make you more money. Uh, how do we do this? We need to well, I might get occasional flyer. Maybe next week I'm going to paint my nan's, um, ah. some of my nan's outdoor chairs. I might get a random task to do, but yeah. Yeah, so we need to, we need to get you little tiny jobs. Go move your neighbor's lawn or something like that. <laughs> you can't do that anymore. Those types of things, it's, um, asking a kid to do that now, it's like, you what? 
what, bruv? I don't even do the dishes at my house. <laughs> Those kinds of things. Technically, yeah. no, just our house, we just chuck in the dishwasher. You see, wintertime was great in Canada because all you do is grab your snow shovel, walk down the street, start shoveling people's driveways for them. Before, and you know what the thing was? Some people didn't give you money, but they'd give you hot cocoa or they'd give you cookies or something like that. Yeah. But like, a lot of times people came out with like five bucks, they gave you five dollars. And me and my friend one time, we went and we did all the... Yeah, winter time here, you may as well just bring a floor squeegee. Oh, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. The, the funniest thing I've seen out here is people pouring hot water on their cars. <laughs> yeah, we have to do that. <laughs> oh, man. That is the worst idea ever. I just, I'm, you know, I don't want to see it because obviously these people are my neighbors and I know it would mess up their day really bad. But I want to see somebody coming out with a boiling kettle one time, just pour it over and just smash. Windscreen just goes everywhere. And then they just. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. Oh, yeah. Mommy, yeah. Mommy, what's happening? No, we're not going to work today. Sorry. We're done. We're done. There's nothing happening. This is the silliest. Oh, that's hilarious. Things. What are we at now? Oh, gosh. Oh, we're at a 20 minute mark. Yeah. That's great. Well, yeah, um, what we do, we get like a lukewarm water from our tap because it can get decently hot, about 40 degrees. Scalding. No. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> 40 degrees. And yeah, it can get to 40 degrees, 40 degrees water. Mm-hmm. I'd say about that is a good enough point to completely, when we get like a thin layer of ice. Or, At least it'll melt it and without shattering your windscreen. It may, yeah. Oh, God. You should see the We're video. not endorsing any of this, by the way. We, just scrape your cars, we, guys. Yeah, we, yeah. We have a, uh, don't use things like antifreeze, it's, no, they never no, work. stop poisoning the universe. Yeah. Cat, um, cats drink that and then they die, it's not cool. Is it? Yeah, people put out, people put out antifreeze if they don't like a cat being in their back garden, because it smells sweet to them, and they come over and lick it, and we'll kill a cat. Really? Yeah, I've got a cat that poos in my back garden, I've thought about it a couple of times, but I won't do it. I'd rather sit out there with uh, a slingshot. Powder. The only reason why I don't like Steve, it. Steve, chili, chili powder. Does that work? Oh. Sprinkle it everywhere in the crowd. Oh, I'm thinking about doing that. But then my kid will end, my kid will end up eating it or something like that. <laughs> you get to sleep the, with it. Oh my, they are. They are a little bit silly. I'll tell you a funny story, and hopefully this doesn't get me in trouble. This is the last story I'll tell you. So the other day, what was it, Wednesday, We were. I come home from work, right? Kids are playing in the back garden. There's laundry going on, dishes and stuff. Yeah. I'm starting to do the dishes because my wife's had a difficult day at work, so she goes upstairs to have a shower. Kids are outside in the backyard playing. I break a, I break a glass in the, in, mm-hmm. in the sink. Yeah. So I get it. Bring it out the back, I open the back gate, and I put it in the bin. Mm-hmm. Close the back gate, get back in. Everything's fine. A couple minutes later, my son Theo comes in the room and he's like, Tommy's, Tommy's at the neighbors. I was like, what? What do you mean? Tommy's at the neighbors. And he's our youngest son, he's two and a half years old. And the last time I'd seen him, he'd taken his nappy off, so he was walking around stark naked. <laughs> so I go to the neighbor's house, knock on the door. Nice neighbor lady opens the door, I said, oh, I'm really sorry, is Tommy here? And she's like, yeah. I was like, is he naked? She's like, yeah. I was like, okay. And then he comes over to the door. Or no, he sees me, runs out the back. So I go and pick him up. I was like, what are you doing here? He's like, I need my birthday badge. I was like, what birthday badge? He doesn't even have a birthday badge. What is he talking about? Oh. So essentially my kid ran, ran down the street and went into his neighbor's house naked. It was nice that she, she opened the door for him and let yeah. him in. But kids do silly things. Yeah. That was a bit neglectful. I should have locked the back gate. Silly me. Silly me. Oh, last thing, and this is something I wanted to ask you about. What is your opinion on the Area 51 storming thing? Oh, it's going to be hilarious because um, it's basically a chance for the military to use non lethal intervention tactics. Hmm. It's basically you're lining up to be tested on. Yeah, you're def- literally the subject of Area 51. 
So essentially, Tests. I've, got, I've just got a text from a friend of mine who lives in Melbourne, Australia. Melbourne, big shout out to Melbourne. Um, he's saying that on his news feed in his work lift, in his elevator today, uh-huh. it said, Invade Area 51 organizers worried about FBI. And so obviously this is a multinational um, news story now. Yeah. People oh, are saying that it's so big that something has happened. Yeah, some little pr- protest, people will probably go home. What do you think is going to happen? Well... What's going to happen is um, some people are going to show up if they actually manage to get part, get in with like a thousand meters of the place. What's going to happen is um, the US is going to get like a sonic, um, a subsonic, what was sub what? Oh, what's that thing that goes like? Yeah, like, people really, be like, ah, yeah, yeah. 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 Those that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. So they're just going to test all their, like you say, test their non-lethal force. Yeah. Shoot some beanbags <clears throat> at people, rubber yep. bullets. Yep. Smoke bombs. Yep. Tear um, gas. Um. I, I, I want them to have landmines, but not real, <laughs> not, not, real, not real landmines. I'm not talking about like same private line, get your legs burned off stuff. I want them to be like uh, springboards. <laughs> so, because they're in the desert, right? Oh, they'll they'll probably land in the sand. So you step on one, and it just goes boom, <laughs> and you just go flying in the air. <laughs> you see a couple people do that. <laughs> no, nope. everybody will be like, "No way!" While getting shot, no, they fly in the air, and then you get to play target practice. With the <laughs> oh god, that's hilarious! That would be exactly what I'm talking about. Could you imagine getting hit? You know, get catapulted in the air, pelted with beanbags. <laughs> Fall onto a cactus, oh, God, and you cactus. still don't, and you still don't get to see any aliens. Yeah. So oh, no. one way I'd breach their defenses, earplugs, and then it, you know what? He has his ear defenders. Yep. Like um, industrial ear defender. Actually, no. Hmm. I wonder. What I'd do is I would get like a paintball, uh, like a gas mask, like um, mm-hmm. one of the decent gas masks. Yeah, like a paint gas mask. You put the tubes on for filtering. Yeah. yeah complete filter there out. Then I'm front eyes as well. Mm-hmm. Earplugs, the Bose noise cancelling headphones, then um, the big ear the, defenders. The, the big ear defenders that should block out most noise. Yeah. Then what I do is I put like a little um, like walkie or not walkie, uh, like a little tiny like you know those phone uh, things, earpieces, mm-hmm. the phone earpieces. I'd put one in your ear or so you can communicate. Yeah. Okay. And then you're still getting hit with rubber bullets and beanbags. No, you could. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think anybody's getting in there. I just wonder. I, I seriously, I've always wanted there to be aliens. Definitely, I want there to be aliens. Oh yeah, but Otherwise, there's no way. Or the Fermi, Fermi paradox, where like we're the we just miss and every single bit of life on life on Earth, or life on you know life in the like we're just after them, or we're just before them. Just after them, or just before them. Yeah. The thing is, though, it's taken this long, and if you watch the Planet series, which was on BBC, it's probably on BBC iPlayer with Brian Cox. The reason why we've been so lucky is because, yeah, we've got a, a moon that's a certain size and we have big, big um, astral bodies out in the far distance <coughs> of the solar system like Jupiter and Saturn. And they tend to pull in all the meteorites and stuff like that that are going to smash into us. So we're pretty lucky we only get an extinction event every 60, 70 million years. Yeah. So we're pretty lucky like that. So how many other worlds could there be in this galaxy? And then the galaxy is so huge. <coughs> so just in our local group, because we can never reach another galaxy. Can we? Yeah. Because the expansion of space is too fast. So if we even had a plane going light speed or a, a ship going light speed, we'd never be able to catch up to it. Because we'd be going the same speed as it's going, so we'd never be able to catch up to it. That's ridiculous. Unless we can, of course, fill <coughs> space-time and come through. Yeah. Which doesn't seem to be possible. No. So... Well, 
in a way, time, there's two ways time travel would work or not work. If it was like um, a piece of paper where you could literally just go like that, and that's the piece of paper, or it's time, now and then everything behind it wipes. It's like a pure... Uh, it's like this is the only <clears throat> moment and everything behind is gone. Yeah, it's like... Um, so like this morning is gone. Where yeah. I, could, I could never go back there. Yeah, you can't. Or... I don't it, think you could. Or it's like a trail. Or there's like an everlasting trail. But as soon as you go back in time, you would affect the trail. Yeah. And you'd also be... If I went back in time to a time when I'm existing, yeah. running into myself would be a big problem, wouldn't it? Why do you think that? Because then I would not be able to be myself traveling back in time. And got any proof of that? Oh, I don't know. No one's ever traveled back in time. Yeah. Because as soon as I meet <clears throat> myself from the future, I'd be like... That's most likely a myth. Most likely, yeah, most likely. But we, we can't protest these things. No, um, but um, the reason that's probably a myth is because, congratulations, you found yourself, your other you doesn't know that's you, but you know it's you. But, what? But if you did run into yourself, you then affected yourself, and therefore you wouldn't become yourself, the, the actual self you are. No, but there'd probably be a tiny bit of the butterfly uh, effect. Yeah. You're like, so, so, so freaky to think about this type of stuff. Of course, you could also do like the uh, end game thing and just be like, yo, travel back in time. Now it creates an alternate reality. Yeah. That helps a bit. Yeah. Oh, God, it's such uh, an exciting how time. How it should have ended is so simple. It's like, you know how to defeat Thanos? Like, uh, one of my favorite parts is Wong, and he just starts a sling ring and just yeah, cuts just Thanos' heads off. Yeah, exactly. Wong's the man. Yes, Wong. Wong! I love Wong. <laughs> yeah, they need that. Well. The other thing is Captain Marvel, like, yeah. didn't smash up. And also Thor should have been able to smash up Thanos. Yeah. Easy, but it doesn't matter. I told, I'm truly awesome. Yeah, because Captain Marvel is the Tesseract's power. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, I need to rewatch these films. But we've got a whole summer to watch films and catch up, and then we're yep. back at it again. Yep. Oh, Felix, it's been a, been a really good time doing all these podcasts. Please check out... Um, the Tech Guy and the, and the Talent Podcasts in retrospect. Look at what we've been talking about. And we'll be back oh, in September way, with um, more episodes. By the way, if you want to search it, or it's the Tech Guy and then uh, Shift, oh, uh, Shift 7 if you're on a computer. Uh, it's the and symbol, not um, not the not word. Not and. So we've got the and symbol. Yeah. That makes us sound really cool. Look how interesting we are. Yeah. We're the and symbol. We're special. So do you have any special message for them over the, over the summer? Um... Don't die. We only have a small audience. Wear sunscreen, please, folks. Don't get skin cancer. Yeah, we'll see you in September. Bye.